Hey guys, Gabby here. Welcome back to the Five and One podcast. And today I will be interviewing my mom on what it means to be empowered and how you can live an empowered life too with her 10-step roadmap. Um, you know, my mom is a lot of things and she's got a lot of titles. She's it's RV living, she's a mom, a wife, she's a homeschooling parent, she's an entrepreneur from super young age, but yet she has chosen her life's work and her purpose here uh, to be an empowerment leader. And I think it's especially um, magical that she's chosen that because she could say, I'm a business coach and I teach people how to become entrepreneurs, but I don't think that's an integrous value. And her real purpose here is to teach people how to move into a place of courage and that's her real gift. So in this interview, uh, she's going to be sharing some insights into how she actually got there, how she got to the point where she's been able to be so courageous in all aspects of her life and how she made that transition and frankly how she's always been such a courageous person. And she's also going to uh, share how she's actually able to help others make this empowerment difference in their life, how she's able to help other people go from a place of fear in honestly our lower chakras of our root chakra and our sacral chakra and how she's actually able to give them a clear path of going from fear and anxiety and stress and in action and how she's able to show them the way to move into a place of empowerment and moving into the life of their dreams essentially so i hope you enjoy this podcast and if you haven't already please leave us a review on itunes and i hope you enjoy this episode to inspire you to boldly and unapologetically live outside the box dream big and question everything. This is the Defy the Norm podcast with nomads with a purpose. Nomads of the Purpose, I'm Gabby. I'm Robin. Here at Nomads of the Purpose, we help you guys defy the norm by giving you tips and inspiration on how to boldly and unapologetically live outside the box, dream big, and question everything. And back in 2015, we started this journey when I begged my husband, can we please go live in our 30-foot class C RV for just the summer? It'll be just five months. We'll save so much money. And my husband loves me so much. He's like, sure, honey, whatever you want. Well, five years turned into six years, or five months turned into six years. And we have traveled to about 30 countries. We've road tripped to Alaska. We've flown, it feels like, all over the place with just backpacks on our back and tent camped. And we're all about searching for adventure. We don't just travel and fly into nice hotels. No, no, no. We like go and rent a car and go find the most epic hikes and rock climbing destinations. We've surfed all over the world and so. So if you like our channel and if you think these videos are awesome, be sure to like this video and subscribe or follow us on our podcast wherever you're listening to us. So today I'll be interviewing my mom. It's so awesome, I get to be on the spot. (laughs) So you just came out with an awesome new course and I'd love to dive into all the nitty gritty of um, how this is gonna help people live an amazing life. But before that, um, I wanna just touch uh, in summary, you have a lot of different titles, right? Like you're RV living, you're yeah. a mom, you're a wife, you're an entrepreneur, you're a dirtbag and a vagabond and a nomad traveler. But 
the best way to sum you up is actually what your course is. And that is you're an empowerment leader. And I want to know what your journey has like been that. to like that journey has <laughs> been to become that because you're not necessarily those identities. Cause a lot of people would go yeah. through your journey and they would attach to, Oh, you know, I'm just an RV living. I'm a mom or I'm a homeschooling mom. What sets you up to be an empowerment leader? Ooh, she started with a hard <laughs> question. I love it. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm so different. I just uh, have never been great at following uh, the crowd or going with the grain. It's just if I think something and see it and it sounds interesting, I kind of just go for it. And so uh, curiosity killed the cat. Well, so far it hasn't. Curiosity's just kind of made it so that I want to I wanna see and I want to know what's what's around that corner. I just want to know what it feels like. And so I think the big thing is that if they get that spark of curiosity or in, in something interests me, I'm not afraid to go do it. And now I've done it so many times on so many fronts that I just figured like, wow, there's uh, a lot of people don't seem to be pulling the trigger of all years. Last year should have been like the big opportunity for people to say like, I'm doing it. I'm going, I'm, I'm making a change. I'm going to live my life differently. And they haven't. And I started thinking about, okay, well, why, what is it that makes it that I just go and do things and then other people don't um, take that step? Yeah. So you would say basically like the, everything you've done in your life has not been to do that thing. It's been to pull a trigger because you almost enjoy the process, right? That's what it I think it's always like. that if like I have this feeling, like the thought comes in my head, I wonder, then I just do. I go mm -hmm. from I wonder to I do very quickly and so i don't like the thought of well what if i wondered and i didn't know i have to just go no and i guess that's what that that really is like i never thought i've never you know when we were started living in an rv i never thought like i want to be an rv living family it was that i thought oh i wonder what it's like to wake up in a new destination every day and so it kind of started from there <laughs> Got it. yeah so do you think what do you think it is? I mean, you kind of answered this, that you just go for things. But do you think that's an innate tendency? I know we kind of talked about this in our last podcast, that you kind of do things in innate tendency. But what makes it so that you are capable of just doing things? What, you know, it's not that everyone's special. And so in some ways, you're not special. Like, exactly. exactly. So um, what is it that makes oh, you yeah. able to do that? And this is exactly what I start my, I think this is what makes my uh, empowerment course way different is that I truly believe like understanding your nurture and nature is the foundation of everything. So I got lucky that my nature, I'm a type eight in here, my nature tends to just be kind of will things into their life. If there's a will, there's a way. And then on top of it though, nature, I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, how I did have, I didn't have um, the most loving upbringing, but I had a good enough upbringing that I wasn't traumatized by anything per se. Uh, but I learned to, I had a lot of different experiences that I think that gave me chances to adapt, whether it was, like I said, how much we would ride quads. I started riding my own three-wheeler. I think I was three years old. So I learned real quick how to make decisions. You know, that decision-making process. I had a lot of space in my life to figure things out and and so because you start you start to take more risks, then you get really good at um, learning that like, hey, you're going to fail a lot, but you also get to figure things out, too. So, so you, kind of, yeah, that yeah. was a good answer. Um, what do you so in your course, right? I mean, obviously, I've looked at your course a lot. 
and I already know when I, I just look at it and I'm like, wow. You're like literally the byproduct of my course. Yeah. <laughs> How you were raised. Like my mom gives me her course and that's called life. Um, <laughs> so for the, for the average person, um, why is it that your course is going to give them the tools they need? Because well, there are so many people out there who do empowerment yeah. courses or they don't call it empowerment courses. I guess that would be my first question. What, well, I think what? they call it self-love courses, but mm -hmm. the problem is, and it is, it truly is self-love course, but it's not, it's this mix between like loving who you are you have, and being aware of who you are. So a lot of people start with uh, self uh, you know, it's not like this is the step you need to do. What you actually have to do is completely embrace your own intuition. Like you have to, it's never going to be a strong enough desire if you don't understand what that uh, curiosity is that's ruminating in your head. It's just, I was lucky enough to identify it fast. But I know a lot of people I talk to, they're like, oh, you have this burning desire for blank. You're totally ignoring it right now. And there's this, there's this thing that happens for people when they would become empowered where I think they go really quickly from, I think I want to do this to, hmm, how can I do it in, in the best way for my, like you're as a type three, way different approach to rock climbing than me, but you'll find something to play to your strengths. And so that's what the beautiful thing about self-love, right? Mm -hmm. You start to uh, really understand I'm wired, very good for this. But then there's this thing over here that I'm not so good at. And that's the like key part for my courses, these self-limiting beliefs that we hold, whether it's just because of our wiring, like I'm going to always hold this control belief. But when this control belief comes up, I'm real quick to be like, oh, this is where you control everything, Robin. Do you have to control this situation? Or do you notice it when you climb, right? This right. is this part where like, if I don't get this next draw and I don't achieve and I'm a failure yeah. in life. And so when we, we become really good at identifying those, yeah. And I think that's what my course is different as I try to lay the foundation of you've got to like know your innate tendencies. And so it's like you have to get really good at knowing that record player that's playing yeah. over in your head over and over again. And and then I go into like how we deconstruct it. So it's interesting because empowerment in some ways, like it's um, a state of becoming courageous, right? Was right. that how you would explain it? But it's a lot of people don't know how to just simply be courageous. So you yeah. essentially use love and self-loving beliefs to get them to reach a point where they can be courageous. Is that right? Like you have to know, um, you, you have to know that mental, um, that's why I say self-love. You have to know that you're naturally going to be drawn to certain self-limiting beliefs, which, which could be your, you know, programming that your parents or school system society gave you, but it could also just be your Enneagram wiring. You have to fully know that you're up against that opponent. And then you know you're up against that opponent, then it's much easier to be like, oh, wait, wait, in my arsenal, like I might have that control playing in my, but also in my arsenal, I have a lot of strength. And so I'm going to, or I'm good at willing things and um, whatever, like as a type eight, there's different strengths than as a type three, she knows like achievement's going to draw her. So you have to be able to be empowered. You, you totally have to be courageous, which means you have to play on your strengths. If you went to battle, you would want to know what your enemy, what weapons they have, but then you'd also like go, okay, well, I've got this weapon and this weapon serves me really well. And I'm going to use it in a good way, hopefully. <laughs> Well, in I, that's another thing I noticed. So in your in your page, right, it yeah. says that um, you dive into Enneagram a lot. And so do you think that that, that is a key part that distinguishes you from other people? I Absolutely. mean, I've heard there's a lot of people think... out there who talk about Enneagram, but... 
I think yeah, and I'm taking Enneagram and applying it to like goal setting basically and yeah. then into manifestation because I do know, I, I try to blend the three. I mean, we do, a, Gabby and I and our family, we do a lot of uh, meditations and activations and manifestation. And, and I do think those are important. I just know from my past, like I learned about these manifestation things and then I go, oh wait, I naturally did that when I was younger just because I obsessed over the thought of, I wonder what it would be like to see every 50, all 50 states, which we didn't do because at some point along the way, I'm like, well, that doesn't sound as appealing as going to Europe. So let's go to Europe instead. But you know, you, you start with that thought of, hmm, I wonder, and, and it triggers, it triggers more, you actually act upon it instead of, People have that, but those the your natural uh, enneagram. If you're in the shame triad, well, that shame like you're not worthy of that goal. You're not worthy of that dream. Um, if it's fee, if you're one of the fear triads, you're naturally going to be drawn to the fear. So if you check that real quick and like, okay, my try my my thing is going to go straight to fear. Who should I should I honor that fear? Or if I was going to be empowered, I would look towards like a higher consciousness of willingness, acceptance. Um, neutrality even just to because truly yeah. it's like empowerment you're is essentially courage. moving people to a higher level of consciousness and a lot of people don't know how so you're kind of giving them uh, a path to follow which is really powerful right? yeah right and I know I was gonna say like with the manifestation because we do like some of these cool activations and it's funny because from a it's like you can come at anything from either side of the equation but you can come out from a spiritual mental side and bring it back to your solar plexus or you can come it from a body uh, standpoint like your your root chakra and your sacral chakra and then bring it and right. it's kind of yeah. a loop to like compress them together and what i was going to say too is that uh, a lot of people talk about enneagram and a lot of people talk about the things that i think manifestation too yeah. but a lot of people take a, such a passive role um, in those things and so a lot of people end up relapsing and just going through the same cycle even though they're learning new information um i think what separates your course is you've given people such a clear way to get through that middle section because that middle section is the hardest part to get through because it's it's essentially where you're creating new neural pathways right and yeah. i think you've broken down what did you kind of break down that system to to actually overcome and go beyond so i think a lot of it is um staying focused not so much on the uh i mean you really have to catch that that self-limiting belief but how you can flip it to um for me if i catch myself in a control drama or i have to i have to know i have to have the answers well i can easily change that to like just accept just accept how it goes just accept the journey just accept what whatever's going to happen so we like start we identify what it is that we're up against but then we just focus on the the thoughts that we do want to the the or even the empowering thoughts that we have to have in order to um, succeed like i will do this it's not like oh, i can't go through the process pain i'm scared of the pain of learning <laughs> how to uh, create a website instead of like oh, I accept the journey of learning new information. I'm willing to struggle and fail. I, you know. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, if I were to apply that and think about that, process pain is something that um, people, I don't think people realize they have because it's kind of a weird oh, word. So like, like some people would just avoid, have an avoidance of process pain, but then, I mean, I guess you could say maybe you do too because I know we have similar processes of doing work and stuff, but process pain can also kind of be stressed and overwhelmed, right? Or, yeah. Or would you... I know, I think people get defeated before they even show up to the to, to engage in it. I mean, and I'll catch myself too, like avoid, 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 and then like, 
All right, let's get to work. And then you get to work and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I accomplished so much. This feels so good. But that the process pain, the fear of what it's going to feel like when you step in the arena and realize like you're an idiot, you have no knowledge on this and you have hours and hours of learning before you can even do something. So it, it definitely with, you know, you choose when you choose to be empowered, it really comes down to like this, this uh, light bulb moment where you're like, I'm willing to realize that I'm a complete idiot and I know nothing. <laughs> and as soon as you do that, you actually, then you can actually start learning. It's, it's the, literally to be empowered means you have to disempower yourself to, from the get go. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what do you think, uh, it, cause I know, of course I know all the details of your story cause yeah. you're my mom, <laughs> but for the average person, I mean, I'm sure they hear your story often, but maybe not the little details of it. And so what do you think, because you, yeah, your whole life, you've been given opportunities to be courageous. What about someone who doesn't see, one, doesn't see the opportunities to be courageous, two, doesn't feel like there is opportunity to be courageous, and, and um, so, so those two questions, okay. and then I had one more. Do you remember it if I, yeah, okay. well, yeah, go ahead. I'll forget, I'm like, wait, there are two, I don't remember. The question is with, with so they did people it, who don't, don't think they have opportunity or don't see them. How do you see them? It's well, okay. That's exactly about everybody has an opportunity. Everybody does. You might not, it might be a small, like you need to definitely check to be like, oh, is your, is your goal within your, your next step? Like, I think sometimes people see if they choose to see that there's this staircase, there's this goal, there's this bigger thing that they want to achieve to do, to, to become. They only look at that like highest level and it's really important to see like, oh, I I want to head all the way. I, I look at it as a roadmap if I go, we haven't actually driven to Florida, but if I was, was in San Diego and I said, I want to drive to Florida, you know, maybe I'm like, ooh, that's a lot of miles to do. But if I can just go like, well, I want to drive to Florida eventually, but I'm going to get to Phoenix first. And so they kind of have to see that they have to make it a tangible step that will get them to engage and to go into it. And so I do think everyone has it. If you don't have the ability to even like go, okay, I'm gonna go from San Diego to the state line, then you, then that's my course. That's what I'm telling you. You have to look at that self-limiting belief. Is it shame? Is it guilt? Is it grief? Is it fear? There, everybody has the potential, but everyone has different layers. Most of us have very, very deep layers of self-limiting beliefs. So and on top of it, I remember because I filmed the personality hacker with you, right? Uh -huh. And that's part of the course. You get the personality hacker and that breaks down the, the Myers-Briggs type indicator. And I think that also kind of holds Plays people back in, in not seeing their opportunities because there's some, some types that have um, an SI function, have yeah. difficulties seeing the world for what's not right in front of them. So if you know you look at a roadmap, well, I can't see the road that goes to Nebraska or Texas. Right? right. So that's, and I think you, in your the course, give people ways that even if they have that, that yeah. SI function. It's the exact same as Enneagram. Like with Myers-Briggs, you have to know your four functions. You have to absolutely play strong to those first two, but you have to know like you have four weaknesses, four weapons that you don't get. And it's so uh, empowering actually to know the four that you don't have. <laughs> I'm like getting better. Like, wow, I really don't have You're these like, four. That's not me. <laughs> And, and so, you know, the, the, I think too, another, with your question, why people don't, is I think we forget that 
there are people out there that want to help us. Maybe there are people that are holding us back and that's the perfect opportunity to let them go and move away from that experience. But um, there's like amazing community out there this, these days. So uh, for us, for Gabby and I, Isabel's our other business partner. And we're so thankful to have her because she has functions that Gabby and I just don't have. And when we bring her around <laughs> into the business, into life, everything, it's just, it helps so much. Yeah, it's true. She she has, I think she has two functions you don't have. I think yeah. so. Or I don't know. Well, she has something like that. She has a very strong function. She has strong functions that are our really weak functions. Yeah, because like, you know, us without her, we would we missed the coyote on the car. I think we've told this story on YouTube probably because yeah. we were driving once and <laughs> me and her sitting in the front. Maybe it was a little, I don't know. And that was the first time I was like, why is that coyote on the car in front of us? And we're like, where? It was right in front of us. And so. <laughs> it's pretty sad. <laughs> I'm like, our vision is just so out there. And it's like the thing's right here. And it makes it really hard for us on social media because um, I think certain functions play way better to social media than other functions. And it, it, it's good, though, to know. And then you bring on a team that can help you with those gaps. But that's even like a big picture. Sometimes people just for like the smallest things, like you, I, what was the second part yeah, of that Yeah, so question? I wanted to know, because I know you've had all these moments in your life where you have had opportunities to be courageous, but what made you decide um, to, what was the key moment where you realized I overcame this thing and this is what I want to make my life purpose to help people overcome? Because you could have had that moment of realization probably. I love my husband so much. But he struggles with that so often that I'm like, I'm making this course for you, which he's he's amazing at his his little niche. But like for me, it was absolutely <laughs> I'm making this this course because I want my husband to get over this. You know, like I said, it's nurture and nature. I, I feel very blessed that like for empowerment, uh, I do have like a tendency in my my Enneagram. I think certain Enneagrams, it makes it a little bit hard, uh, easier to be to take risks you just are wired that way but in addition i had upbringing of figure it out uh like if you can't figure it out you don't get to do it and my husband didn't have that same thing he had so much um he had bad things happen plus people in his life saying be careful be careful be careful and like i can't stand when i go hiking with people and they're like telling them be careful be careful like come on like we gotta let go i don't know why as a society we've created these bubbles around our kids and I didn't have that growing up. I got to, uh, I was extremely independent academically. I don't think my parents ever helped me with school. Uh, when I was a kid, like five years old, if I counted math on my fingers, my dad would afflict me. He's like, figure it out in your head. <laughs> so I, as much as it seemed like mean, it did empower me to be, um, a, it, to defy the norm, to question and to think harder. And so it's, I made the course because I think my husband's amazing. And I wanted, I thought, okay, how can I create this framework so he catches where like, um, I mean, we're filming this in a house where if my husband came in and said like, I am not scared. I, I have, my root chakra is so good. I'd be like at the car dealer tomorrow morning, buying a new truck. See ya, we're at, we're, we're free again. If you don't know again. what that's about, watch the last podcast. Cause it's just, it's amazing. I know. So my growth has been in like, I can't always be the person who's just empowered and makes decisions because I have people I love too that I have to nurture them along. Now, 
I know it's a long question, long question or long answer. Mm -hmm. I think that is a whole nother flip side of the coin that some people are like, I want to make this decision, but all these people are counting on me. And who this is a hard one because I really, my myself thinks like they're limiting you, like take them along. Unless they're coming to the table saying like, so you have these people you take care of. Cause I know this from homeschooling. I, I hear this on the homeschooling front a lot. Like, oh, I, I want to teach my kids, but I'm worried I'm not enough. Or I want to teach my kids. And um, we, we think our kids need this. Oh, but they're, I want to pull them out of school, but they're friends. They need their friends. Gabby has an amazing article about that, by the way, on our blog. <laughs> they need, um, and so I think we're losing our empowerment and like, no, 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 you can provide that for your kids. You can be their friend. You can provide them different opportunities. Don't, don't like get, um, it's really the fear there or the guilt. Like, oh, what if I'm not the perfect mom and my kid doesn't have this best friend that they're friends with forever? Um, there was that other lady we talked to who she'd have an opportunity to go sell her house and cash out and like the amount of money plus who wants to be in california right oh, now yeah, yeah. and i thought dang why don't you just sell your house like you could just go she was just saying how exciting it was to finally travel with her husband who they've never traveled in like a decade and i'm thinking sell the house and go travel she's like well my son he's in college and what if he wants to come home to to me that's not empowerment that's that's fear fear of what if what if he comes home what if he doesn't get to come to his home when he's 23. Now, the, the whole point is for him to go create his own home. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's hard for people to work past that because it's absolutely what you said. Working past the what if to the what can be and essentially like moving into the best case scenario. And people are so worried about yes. thinking the worst case scenario or like not the worst, worst case scenario, just the bad scenario or the prop, like what they see is most probable in their head. But what happens is because they have that thought, what we know from manifestation, they actually create that. And so yes. if you work through empowerment and you realize, even if you come to the point where you realize, okay, I have this thing that's whole, I have this belief that worst case scenario, this is going to happen. Maybe, you know, by doing your course, people actually probably would realize what you just said, that their logic for why they're holding on to something is out of fear. And simply by realizing that and creating something, an, a best case scenario, like, oh, well, maybe that won't happen. Then all of a sudden they have this manifestation power they probably don't even know about. And not oh like gosh, the yes. FOMO manifestation, like, oh, manifestation, like actually your thoughts will create your reality and or it will drive your reality because it starts as a thought but as soon as the thought implants then it becomes then the scenario plays out you're so the right universe is you're so winning. right it's exactly that that it's this uh, and even like right now she's saying that i'm thinking how we're in a certain situation right now and we, we know we we probably made this decision out of fear with who knows what the world's happening and if she's saying that i'm thinking like Oh, but I just saw on Instagram, like we, we keep talking about, we haven't been to Florida. And I'm like, to me in my head, this is how the, this happens, this curiosity. I'm like, well, I want to know what Florida is like. I have a willingness to take that risk. And it's like, there's these best case scenario. The best case scenario is Gabby and I finally get to surf again. And we meet new people and uh, our kids get to hang around with kids again. So there's this best case scenario. And as she said, I'm like, yeah, you're right. I was like, sometimes we're holding on to this fear of, well, the worst case scenario is that they, um, 
I'm not going to say the worst case scenario, but that things get worse in, in, in the United States and not more people wake up. And so all of a sudden we're being controlled in ways we shouldn't be because it's the land of freedom. And, and so that's exactly it, that you, it's a best case versus worst case that we're, we're wired to think about the worst case. And instead, yeah, I mean, every time our primal brain, it's hard because we, we, we've evolved as a consciousness, but our brains haven't evolved fast enough for the rate of consciousness. That's not like our consciousness evolves fast because I think on a, a global level, someone's like measured it and we're right around the solar plexus level because okay. it, it emanates at right around at the similar frequencies of, of chakras. So let's just say we're solar plexus level, but our brains are still stuck in root. Yeah. Our brains have not caught up to this. And essentially you're trying to teach people how to align this burning desire that's coming from their consciousness. Their consciousness knows. Their consciousness knows that they want more. And now you're you're like, okay, here's how you're gonna make your brain happen make it happen for your brain. We're gonna make your brain align with your consciousness. So if you take it, you really, when you take this class, you, you have to do the chakra part with it. I mean, I recommend you don't have to, but it's, it's so true that what happens mo most of society, like an insanely high percentage, what are we at? 90% is kind of stuck in sacral or root chakra, which is like, I'm either don't feel safe with my tribe. I don't feel safe in my, who I am. Um, fear and shame are kind of like gripping our lives. And what happens is that really our third eye knows, we know deep down, if you sit and listen to your intuition long enough, you know there's something you want. So your third eye is going like, Florida, Florida, sunny beaches, beautiful campgrounds. And you're, you're literally having to draw the energy away from that fear, away from that, that shame of what will people think? What if something happens bad to Manipura, solar plexus, that's empowerment right there. You're like, you go do it. When I hitch up that trailer and start driving to Florida, that that's courage, that's bold, unapologetically living outside the box. And then to maintain that, you have to keep going to the crown. You really actually have to go to the crown chakra. You have to just yeah. keep pulling to like, I trust in something bigger. The world, the universe is, is here for me to support me. And we have to then act through love and our heart chakra. And yeah, it's really, it's really yeah. simple. It's so simple, but it's, it's, it's so simple, powerful. but it's so difficult for so many people to do yeah. it on their own. Yeah. Um, and so another question I had for you was why, you know, you really can have the capability to teach people so many things because you've become yeah. sort of a master in many aspects of your life. You're a master homeschooler because I'm so great here. Um, you're <laughs> so is. great at homeschooling because, um, and then you're so great at, you know, entrepreneurship or relationships um, and, and where are you living? Like, why would you choose a word such as empowerment? Because in some ways, as we know, as entrepreneurs, sometimes picking a word such as empowerment holds us back. But we like to stay true to our integrity. And so I want to know why you choose empowerment, even though you could could pick a myriad of other things, especially when we have so many people like I go on Instagram these days and everyone tells you how you can make a million dollars. And it's great. We all want to make a million dollars, but what does that do in a way? And so I know you have an answer for this and it's going to be, I'm sure, really long. And but it's yes, no. because I want, I want people to understand that you're yeah. teaching them everything, even in though this point. word empowerment kind of seems confusing to some people or um, not specific enough. How is empowerment going to help them have more money, have more love, have more health, wealth, relationships? Yeah. Um, so my it starts because I am better at realizing um, where my cognitive function strengths and weaknesses are. And like I don't see the coyote. Sometimes I don't see the... Um, 
the really smallest steps. But the thing that overlies all of them, whether it's the smallest step, like you're not gonna find a blog from for like the 50 things you have to keep when you downsize your RV because I'm not that person. And I you, we thought about it, but we just couldn't do it. <laughs> like, I mean, we Gabby writes most of the pack lists. We have some pack list things. Like when you think of like those things, that's just not my, that is not my um, SE and TI together. I don't have those. That's So that's not gonna work to me. But whether you, if you wanna move into an RV, if you wanna go on a road trip, if you want to have, um, uh, well, a homeschool, if you want to homeschool your kids, but not just homeschool them, like, like really thrive, uh, if you want a thriving marriage, all of those come down to Manipura. They all come down to acting courageously. Okay? And so in the end, I can easily tell you, well, these are the curriculums that you need to do. But then at, over time, I'm like, you don't really need to do it. What you need to do is live empowered. When you're empowered and you believe in yourself, you just teach your kids those things and then they become empowered in what they love and their passions. Because empowerment really is about fulfilling your, your core desire or living to your higher purpose or following your dreams. It's all of those things. So in the end, if we want to choose to homeschool our kids, it's because we love them and we want to see them succeed. And so for them to succeed, they're going to have to understand their, their deeper sense of self, their interests, their passions. So I think over the short answer is empowerment covers them all. Empower, empowerment is the ability to do everything, uh -huh. to do it all, to wrap it all up. And Into, yeah, to take, because let's say you homeschool your kids and you do it in, in an empowered way, then if they struggle with math, it's not gonna matter because you're able in an empowered way to be, to accept the fact that like not everybody's good at math. Or if you um, choose to go RV living and a tire breaks when you're, <laughs> or a tire it's goes flat, you get three flats, three flats in 24 hours, then if you're empowered, you're willing to accept that like, well, that just happens. That's just part of the journey. You're not gonna be, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. I'm never gonna like go on a road trip again because flat tires happen. So empowerment ends up being able, when you have empowerment, all those other scenarios become much easier. That's awesome. Um, so I wanted to share with people a little bit of a behind the scenes glimpse, not literally behind the scenes, but I want people to understand what is the process that you take people through to actually reach that? Because I think I heard a statistic that only 70% of people finish courses. Yeah. And I know when I look at yours and I have to know that I also come from a very driven point of view that I am, I'm overdoer. So I try to finish everything and then I just stress myself out and make myself <laughs> sick. Um, but for the, like most people, you, I guess you could give both examples. How do you take that person through the process? Because I know you, for, maybe for that person, do you simplify it? And for the person who, who uh, struggles to finish things, do you, do you keep it entertaining for them? Um, how do you keep them to get to the end goal? And yeah. I would just love to hear I like to, I try to make it so we uh, balance um, some type of lesson with worksheet, with reflection, because everyone learns differently. And so in some of them, I talk kind of like this and explain the fact that these are, these are the things that are stacked against you. And sometimes we'll do meditations or what we call activations where it's just drawing in and, and maybe a light bulb goes off because it depends on how you learn. If uh, as 
you might we do a lot of whiteboard talks one in our house and two in courses when we're teaching <laughs> and so sometimes you might have to see these things and go okay i get it this is step one this is step two and you're visual and you see it um, I think the people who are successful with courses integrate all three and make sure they actually do all three because myself, I'm really bad about like in a course actually writing it. If I see it, I'm like, oh, it's in my brain. I got this. And Gabby actually encourages me to like, no, do it like with some of the manifestations things. Like you got to actually take the time to write it. And it, I do notice. I'm like, okay, I write it. So I'll tell you, like, you got to, you got to actually script this stuff out. You got to create the mantra. You got to. Um, you got to do the activations, even if it feels cheesy to be like, oh, wait, I, I feel different. Or like, there's something's going on. You got to remember, we have all these layers of, you call them self-limiting beliefs, but you've got this programming system that sometimes it might be easier just to take it like a computer and throw it against the wall and start <laughs> over. But that's not realistic. Like you really don't want to be that damaged. But that's why people have like these stories of transformations because they get to a point where like a breaking point and then their motivation's high enough. My my only thing to say, like, because I'm uh, hard on myself, is like, if you don't finish the course, I'm gonna feel really bad because I'm gonna think I failed, but deep down I know, like, oh, you didn't want it bad enough for yourself. Like, the, all the answers are there, but sometimes people and just And how long choose. is it? Because people- Yeah, people like, if, if you're motivated, you know, how many hours of probably, you can finish the course in a week. De but I would not, I would definitely tell you to. I would actually tell you to finish the course in twenty four hours and then start it again twenty four hours later and re put it on. <laughs> if you, if you're really at a spot in your life that you're like, I'm I'm ready to change. If you're like, mm, I'm gonna dip my toe in and just see what this is about. It could take you a month to get through because. And I would imagine that because I know how your courses are laid out. I would imagine that people, like you said, they could do it again and again. The practices that they get, you know, however fast they can acquire the knowledge. It's just limitless with those methodologies. You just reapply them, reapply them, and reapply them. And it's yeah. probably like what you've done in your literal, in your life. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what happened. So at first, if you did it and you thought, oh man, wait, I don't get it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised for a lot of people at first, be, I don't get it because you're not, if you're not used to questioning every single thing. In fact, that's why we kind of like kept redoing this or why we came back around to like, okay, we got to do this course because to me in my head, this cycle that I teach, this framework, I think, gosh, I go through it a couple times a week on some element in life. Yeah. But it becomes like this natural process where you're like, okay, desire, self-limiting belief, transmute, um, manifest, and then you, you That's keep That's why I through. love the uh, the roadmap you made, the 10-step 10, the 10 framework that you made. I looked at it, I was like, wow, I can apply this to my life on so many things. <laughs> for so many little things, it's true. You can do it for big things and little things, and maybe, you know. It's... And it's not, I, I know you said um, somewhere in there that like people want to change, and I think changes might be a bad word, just to clarify. It's not like you're changing people. I think of it as you're elevating your being, because you have so much amazingness inside of you, and everyone is, like we talked about, stuck in fear and not courageousness. And if they're courageous, they actually just get to be the fullest expression of themselves, which is Remember we were amazing. listening to um, Jordan Peterson. I really yeah. liked how he um, was talking about how much you have to clean up your own house first. Mm -hmm. So it's not even like, you shouldn't look at it that you're having to change. Like you're not, say you're, you don't love your house or you don't, you want to move. But the thing is, is like maybe first sit there in your house and take pride, like clear, clean it out. Like look at, you, this is the symbol symbolism 
like your house represents you, but like if it was in your house, you'd walk through and be like, oh, I hate this house, but I can't, I can't move. I'm not, I have no money to move, but you know what? I could redecorate and I could change things up in my house or I could reorganize. Well, like that's exactly what this empowerment course is doing internally. You're going back in and say like, okay, this is the wiring I'm stuck with. This is, well, not wiring I'm stuck with, but this is like how my brain just tends to act this way. It, it, it just goes always to this silly thought of like, you want control over everything. Well, whatever that thought is, if it's like, oh, I'm not good enough or, or I'm just so scared, whatever that fear is, you're going in and you're like reorganizing it. You're decluttering it. You're like, well, we could just like move this thought over here and we can like just input a new plant or a new thought right here. And before you know it, it's like everybody watches the re house remodels. Everyone likes to see on Instagram RV remodels we because you can see it, but it's like literally brain re remodels. It should be shown for people remodels, like, not like remodel, like transformation like but not like you know like there should be more like revolutionize your life sort of thing yeah that absolutely really cool. but should. that's like the antithesis of what we get shown on tv so <laughs> they don't want that i want you to be empowered and so i wanted to be authentic about one thing so this course i'm just going to be totally honest this is empowerment 3.0 Okay, we've done this and I've, I'm certified editor of these courses and I'm going to say from an editorial perspective and I'm a perfectionist. So let's just say that like I want things to be really, really good. And I'll be honest, like the first round and the second round, they were okay. When I looked at this round, this round is absolutely capable of empowering you. I looked at it, it, it is Empowerment 3.0. It is the tool that you need. It gives you a perfect roadmap of actually achieving that because before in the past, We've been working on creating this course and I, I would, look, concepts, and we would yeah. look at it and the building of it, the, the theory in our brain was right, but we never gave people the right path. We, yeah, I think we the framework laid out better yeah, this time. The framework now is so much clearer and simplified. So even that type, that person who doesn't necessarily think about the big picture all the time now has the ability to put their to have a, some sort of an idea of that big picture because you take you will definitely have steps. clarity when you finish yeah and if you don't i mean if you, you'll have clarity but if you can't like get yourself to do it like that's why we add the coaching like i can mm -hmm. i can nurture you through it and, and help you sometimes there's something that's just what say it's like so obvious like maybe to me but if it's in so close to your vision you don't see it mm -hmm. it's like the coyote kind of I mean, it was right in front of us and we didn't see it but sometimes people are like that for some of the things that they need that they really want to do in their life but like they're so close to the issue that it's hard for them to to see it it's it's really amazing now this was um it's pretty i was pretty excited to get gabby's stamp of approval this time because she is <laughs> she's a byproduct of it and she's pretty awesome actually and isabel like it is also there you know all my kids are what's cool is that isabel's but... essentially doing the same thing now but not as not quite as big picture but for kids she's essentially empowering kids yeah. with mindfulness but of course a kid doesn't necessarily it's not as important to see your big picture as a kid it's more important to get those those self-loving beliefs we're talking about you just get to interject on them sooner with kids mindfulness yeah because a lot of empowerment is um you know you have you have to draw within it's really teaching you to draw within in your strength and um you kind of have to wear blinders sometimes in life to uh if you're looking for the answer on instagram on pinterest from your best friend you might not always get it like the, there's a good chance inside you you know the answer that you have to do and so throwing distractions on it is just 
I start my first uh, three steps of talking about that. You know, if you're distracting yourself, it's it's probably not going to be the answer you want. Like when our kids, when we decided to start traveling, Gabby was 14. Mm -hmm. And she was excited about it. I mean, she was already surfing with me most mornings and homeschooling, but it was going to be hard. It was hard. You know, she had definitely had the feeling a little bit of like, oh, what about my friends? And then she would do, we would go travel and do these amazing things and she'd be happy. But then we came back and like, she'd get kind of rejected from her friends from it. And it was hard. It was hard to see them, them struggle. But then instead of me just dwelling on like, just that part, I mean, communicate, oh, you know, you're feeling sad. It's like, instead I decided like, well, I'm just going to empower her with more things. I'm just going to like, what do you want? So I'd extract her from the situation so that you could create mindfulness in those moments. And I think that's what Isabel, or yeah, Isabel's trying to do with kids. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do with adults here is like, you kind of have to extract yourself to build yourself up. At our root, I think we're, we're creative. We are divinely creative human beings. And there's a direct correlation I see between our need for validation and our ability to tap into creativity. It's a scale and we either get to get validation and we change ourselves to fit in or minorly, you know, sometimes not major, it can be just slight and, but then we lose our creativity. And so, but we are so in this that we forget how good this one feels and you can totally flip the scale and you won't need this one anymore. And I think this side is, frankly, um, human nature desires to really be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you guys want to check out the course, you can head to chakrabadass.com forward slash empowerment. And if you just want to try out the free worksheets to get started, you can go to chakrabadass.com forward slash intentional dash living. I should change that URL because intentional dash living doesn't sound as good, but you can check out the links in the description. That's why she's my editor. This is, the, this, this is my perfectionism, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I'm so lucky to help you out. Yeah. So chakrabattis.com forward slash empowerment. Um, is there anything else you want to add? I could not be more proud than having my daughter interview me and have so <laughs> such good insight. I mean, I'm, I'm horrible about marketing myself. I'm horrible about like telling you, you absolutely should do this, even though I know you absolutely should do this. And to see her so well-spoken and so organized. And I'm like, man, yeah, that was, that was years of empowerment right there. It pays off. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really do. I hope you join me in the empowerment. It, it's going to make a difference in the world, not only in your life, but can you imagine, like I was saying with Jordan Peterson, that if we clean out our own house, like if we start internally, we start fixing our own circles, then we will have the most magnificent uh, change in the world. And we stop like pointing fingers and we just like start digging within. Yeah. It's like that quote that Isabel has it, says this quote all the time, and it's, it applies to adults too. It's if every eight year old in the world started meditating right now, we would have world peace within one generation. But that concept, if everyone in the world started self-reflecting right now, we'd have world peace, which is, I know, not, not yeah. realistic. It's really but. like why it says that like everything you want is already within you. It literally, like you can look to like, hey, like I'm gonna go do this job in hopes to attain this thing one day. And really like that, what you really want, what you're trying to attain is a feeling that you absolutely could just go create within you. So it's, it's cool to know that 
You know, it's not a matter of that someday you might make a million dollars and then you'll be happy. No, no, no. Like you do this, like you're going to be happy now. And this is really important, guys. It's $7. And it, we might not have this offer for a long time, but it's $7 right now. If you go from this video when we publish it, I don't know, it's what, this March 20th. As of now, it is $7. So you can literally, within one week from today, you could. I'm not trying to be like salesy. I'm just literally like, <laughs> you could. It's I, easy. I love learning things. And it's always hard when I go to someone else um, and not to like throw someone under the bus. But there was this filmmaker that I wanted to get a course from. And I was very disappointed when I was so excited for the course to come out. And then it was, I think it was $800. And I just wanted, I would have paid a smaller amount for just part of it. But there was no other offer other than $800. And so bummer. But yeah, I think seven bucks is like it's we're putting together some pretty amazing content because I like to find the silver lining. And since we did decide to have this amazing house film studio for a couple it's months, our film studio. it's yeah, we just come back, film, create and then go. Yeah. Well, I See hope you, you guys like this video. <laughs> Remember to subscribe and follow and leave a review if you're listening on a podcast because reviews really help us a lot. And we. Thank you to the two people who have already um, reviewed. And I know that sounds lame to say only two people have reviewed. But thank you to the two people who have reviewed. And please review if you haven't yet. Because that helps us, helps us so much. Thanks. <laughs>